Welcome to the University of Wyoming Today. On this program, you'll hear about what's making the news and about the people and events at UW. You'll also learn about some of the leading research that's taking place at one of the region's top universities. And now, here's today's edition of the University of Wyoming Today. Happy holidays, everyone. Jim Kearns with you. Today we'll be taking a look at how to keep things from getting out of hand during those holiday parties. A counselor will be sharing some tips on making those New Year's resolutions. And our outdoor program coordinator will offer some ways to avoid avalanche dangers when you're out in Wyoming's backcountry. But first, there's a student organization on campus that's making a real difference. When University of Wyoming student Sidney Stein was younger, she recognized that images of glamorous models that are depicted in the media were unrealistic. She and her friends wanted to put posters up around campus to teach students to accept the way they look. And so Sidney and her friends started a new organization called Real Women, Real Bodies. Positive body image is correlated so nicely with confidence overall. Um, It affects everything from your social abilities to your academic abilities. And so by improving positive body image, our goal is to improve confidence overall and make people feel good about themselves. Having mostly female friends, it's easy to see when they don't feel confident about themselves, especially, you know, their small comments like, this dress just makes me look so heavy, or my hair is just not looking great today, and little things like that, once you kind of pull the thread, it kind of unravels the cloth, and you find that so many of these women have confidence and body image issues, which are also mirrored by the male populations as well, um, to varying degrees. So, My friends and I recognize that body image is a huge topic. It was trending nationwide at the time as well, so, you know, we kind of had some bigger clues as well. Um, And we wanted to hang up posters. That was our goal. We just wanted to hang up posters to inspire positive body image and to have any sort of poster space. We had to be a student organization, so we became one. The name of that group is Real Women, Real Bodies, And they are doing a lot more than just putting up posters now, too, including social media campaigns, guest speakers, and a recent poetry reading, all with the goal of letting people feel good about themselves. As the number of people who venture into the outdoor backcountry increases each winter, the number of avalanche-related deaths has also increased. Dan McCoy, coordinator of the University of Wyoming Outdoor Program, says someone buried in a backcountry avalanche is not likely to survive more than 30 minutes. He says it's important to be aware of your surroundings. Avalanches mainly occur between uh, a slope of... 30 and 40 degrees or 45 degrees. Uh, You want to stay out of areas that don't have uh, a lot of tree cover and are happening in that angle as well. Call a local avalanche information center on 
what the snowpack is like. Always travel with a friend or with a few people is it's, it's best. And if you are going to expose yourself to an avalanche-prone area, travel across it one at a time so you're not exposing the whole group to the potential of getting caught in an avalanche. And organizations like the American Avalanche Institute offer avalanche safety classes to skiers, snowboarders, and snowmobilers, so you might want to Google them to find out how to get training in your area. The holidays are the best time of the year to celebrate with your friends and family. But don't forget that there are risks associated with drinking too much alcohol. Monica Keel directs the University of Wyoming Alcohol Wellness Alternatives Research and Education Program. She's offering some tips to party hosts this holiday season. Alcohol, certainly, we know that it can definitely enhance those times, but it shouldn't be the center of what you're doing for, for your party. So if you are going to do, do a party and have alcohol, make sure you're providing non-alcoholic beverages, providing food, and not really, like I said, making it that centerpiece. Um, another method for a host would be to have someone serve the alcohol so people aren't self-serving, and that way you can actually kind of control the pace of how people get a little too festive. You can control um, and slow down how much is being drank over the course of the party. Um, another thing too is to make sure that you have resources available uh, for s safe ways to get home. If they're going to drink, make sure that they have a designated driver. Or if, you've, if you're in Laramie, Safe Ride. That's another great, great resource. Um, and just make sure they have safe ways to get home if they are planning to drink. And AWARE Program Director Monica Keel reminds us that party goers have some responsibilities too. Many people can have a great time without having alcohol involved. But if you do choose to drink, again, set a limit for yourself. So say, hey, I'm not going to have X number amount of drinks um, while I'm out and I'm going to stick to it. And make someone have a friend say, tell them I'm going to have this many drinks and if I try to go over this limit, stop me. And having that accountability sometimes helps out. Another thing, too, is to alternate um, beverages, so going from having a beer to drinking water the next hour. So pacing yourself, we usually say, if you're going to try to stay responsible, about one drink per hour, and that usually keeps people at a certain amount and keeping that limit. Eat while you're drinking, eat before you're drinking. As far as types of foods, high-protein, high-carbohydrate foods, it doesn't really absorb the alcohol, but it helps like slow down the pace of what you're drinking and drinking on an empty stomach. Avoid like shots, avoid drinking games. Um, again, like I said, this, the holidays are about family and friends, so you definitely want to have fun with them and not center it around the drinking. Thanks, Monica. That's some good advice for a fun and safe holiday party. New Year's resolutions provide a great opportunity to really focus on ways to lose weight, exercise more, quit smoking, or other things to really improve yourself. UW Counseling Center Associate Director Toy Guile says it might be helpful to consider your self-improvement goals not as resolutions, 
but as New Year's intentions. A resolution sounds like something that's, you know, that's hard, that uh, is demanding, that you just do it. And intention is a little softer and more flexible. As human beings, we are all going to run into difficulties and challenges, and we may resolve to do something, but then a roadblock gets in our way. And so when I think of an intention, it's something that I can modify and shift and have flexibility with, um, because I know I'm going to slip up and most other people are going to slip up too from time to time. And, you know, part of our challenge is we set these uh, resolutions or intentions and then things change. And so I think we need to be flexible on how we approach um, our New Year's intentions. And then I think it's really important with our New Year's intentions to focus on the process, not the results. And um, I'm going to use exercise because I think it's a, a simple one to fall back on when talking about this. But if all I'm focused on is, um, you know, weighing less or weighing more. If that's all I'm focused on, I'm focusing on the end result. And as we all know, life's a journey. And so if I focus on the process um, and actually enjoying the process as I move through it, or at least finding some good things about the process, it's going to make it that much more easy to, to reach my goal. And Counselor Toy Guile reminds us to be realistic in making these intentions. Set goals that stretch you, but aren't so far out of your reach that you can't possibly get there. So if I have been sedentary and not exercising for the past decade, and my New Year's intention is I'm going to exercise more because I know it's going to be good for my heart, my lungs, my body, my brain, my productivity at work. I know all those wonderful things that are going to help me if I exercise more. So. If I set that as my intention and I decide, okay, in order to get there, I'm going to start exercising seven days a week, two hours a day. I'm setting myself up not to fulfill that intention. So I need to be more reasonable. So if I haven't been exercising for a decade, then maybe what I'm going to do is to stretch myself. I'm going to go, okay, I'm going to start walking for 10 minutes at lunch, two or three days a week. And I'm going to build from there. And then I slowly build up my exercise within reason. Just a few things to be keeping in mind as you strive to become a better person in 2016. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year, everyone. I'm Jim Kearns, and that's it for my time. Thanks for yours. That's it for this time. Join us again for the next edition of the University of Wyoming Today.